Good morning, London. 10 a.m. Saturday morning, MedPoint Health Half Hour. I'm your host, Ron Young. Pleasure to be here with you. And uh, today I'm actually joined by two very special guests. One is the president of MedPoint Healthcare Center, Alex Hannum. Alex, how are you today? Greetings and salutations, Mr. Runyon. Awesome for you to be here. I always love our shows together. I can think of no other better way to spend my Saturday morning than with you. Well, that's the answer I was looking for. <laughs> and uh, Christian Bullis uh, from uh, Senior Home Care by Angels. It's a pleasure to have you on the show, and uh, I want to thank you for your time today. Well, thank you very much. It's nice to be on uh, the MedPoint show. Yeah, it's a bit of a change. I know yeah. that uh, we, we work together now and then, so it's uh, it's it's a pleasure to have you on the show. And, and of course, let's just uh, start by... Opening the show with a state of the healthcare from your point of view, especially being a senior advocate, mm-hmm. uh, what are you, what are we dealing with right now in Ontario? I know that's a very broad question, yeah, yeah. but uh, there's all kinds of things we're dealing with. I guess you know f- from a healthcare perspective in Ontario, obviously, and from my perspective, looking at senior care is like is you know going forward, are we going to have a sustainable system for seniors? Well, for everybody, really, seniors. But seniors are a large group of of people in a demographic in our society, and we know that seniors use, uh, you know, something like seventy five to eighty percent of their, your health care is used in the last few years of your life. So mm-hmm. it goes without saying: the more seniors we have, the more that we're going to be accessing our, our medical system. So that's my concern. I look at a lot of things that, that have been happening. You know, in a lot of cases, we do some things well. But there's a lot of other things where, you know, we've had patients, we've had clients who spend, you know, 24 hours in, in the hallway in the ER. Mm-hmm. You know, th- th- that's unacceptable right now. And it's going to – so what's it going to be like in 10 or 15 years? Yeah. You know, those are the things that, that I look at. When uh, when we started MedPoint, we we read or I, I read and my, and my wife read a book called Boom, Bust and Echo. And we looked and said, OK, what's uh, – this is really a fascinating book. You know, what should we be in? And my wife was a physician and, and I – kind of interviewed her and said, you know, what do you see? And she's like, well, when when that baby boom generation hits the healthcare, we're we're in trouble. Because, because then this was twelve years ago we had this conversation and and we're here now. The baby boomers uh, are turning seventy one this year. Yeah. Uh, and on the low end, uh, fifty six. We have this massive cohort coming through. You're already probably seeing it. What what age group are are coming in and using your services, Christian? You know, usually it's uh, you know eighty five and up. You know, yeah. usually. And and what we're seeing, which is great, is older and older. The first time, you know, people in their nineties, first time they're needing any assistance. Mm-hmm. People are living longer and they're living healthy, active lives. You know, I've had enough clients over 100 that it's not a big deal anymore. Wow. When I first started this 14 years ago, you had a client over 100. It was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just mind-blowing. Yeah. Now, like I said, we have enough that it's like, oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> But it's not as big of a deal and we're going to see that more and more. Right. That's one of a very fast-growing demographic right. is the over 100. Right. Well, mm-hmm. I think we saw a statistic the other day about that there was more 85 and olders than 16 and unders. Yeah. And it's uh, – you know, that's going to have a massive burden. Now, it's great that uh, you know you're you're being able to see that cohort, but before they get to you, before they need that in-home service, they're going to deal with some health issues, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they're going to come come through the system, and they're going to you know, they're going to crush it. We're we're already seeing it. We're already seeing people coming in in their in their early eighties, mid mid eighties, and saying you know saying it's maybe it's time I focus on preventative health care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? yeah, so, yeah, no, absolutely. You know, so they're they're not giving up the ghost. They're yeah. not. They're going to fight. But uh, you know, I was in the I was in the hospital this week in the ER and with a senior. And just saw 
just wall-to-wall challenges with people not taking good care of themselves, uh, a lot of seniors. And uh, I just looked at the system and I thought, these doctors, they're running around like crazy. The nurses, they're working so hard. Thank God we've got these uh, these doctors here and, and, and this staff. And I think it went incredibly efficiently. Mm-hmm. And we were still there for eight hours, wow. right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, so what's yeah, going to happen? And when, that's good. Yeah. yeah and wow. and when we walked in, there was only two other people there. And when I walked out, that ER was packed. Yeah. So uh, I guess, the you know, you were talking about an article, you know, about uh, an ER and a, a group of doctors. Yes. In, are, in Thunder Bay, I saw, I read an article that 16 doctors sent a letter. They're basically threatening to quit. And because of these, uh, the federal liberal government is proposing some tax changes to uh, small businesses. And as we know, doctors are small businesses. Mm-hmm. They are they run as a small business. The majority of them, not all, but certainly the large majority, I'd say, would probably be close to ninety percent or maybe higher. Yeah, who uh, who do that? So they're going to be affected, and that that concerns me. That concerns me a lot from a you know looking at it from a senior perspective and full disclosure as a business person that you know mm-hmm. concerns me as well and I guess the biggest thing that I'm looking at you know it, again just to even get out of the whole healthcare realm just the, the small businesses it really seems like the federal government is sort of is demonizing small businesses mm-hmm. people yeah. who employ other people and saying you know talking about the these tax loopholes which they're not loopholes. It's the tax code. Your survival code. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the tax code. It's corporations are allowed to keep money within. You know, a corporation is a human. It is the equivalent to an entity. It's mm-hmm. a person. Yeah. That's why you have. A, it's its own entity, and it has its own legal obligations. And so, when a corporation makes money, it's allowed to keep that money after it pays its tax, and then do what it wants with that money. Right. And they're taking away that ability. Yeah. So you have to keep money in your, in a business and invest it. Mm-hmm. So the business is investing its own money. Yeah. And if you take that out as the owner, you have to pay taxes. Yeah. You're not getting it for free. Right. You know, you, if you think about it, corporations, you pay your corporate tax, then you're paying your personal you're tax too. Yeah. And, you then, know? and this is what I'm finding is that you know, I guess we're going to go political. Is <laughs> um, is the 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 misinformation that's coming out there. Like I think uh, Justin said earlier this week, and I call him Justin because I don't think uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who's getting political. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said that uh, there's no way that someone should make uh, someone who's making two hundred and fifty thousand should make uh, pay less tax than someone fifty thousand, which is entirely w- false. Which is incredibly false. It, it's you know, you could yeah. keep that money in the corporation, but you're going to get double tax. You get taxed as a corporation, and then you get well, taxed as an individual. Well, here's the thing, and I brought this article just in case we we thought that came up. Is that there is so much misinformation about this and the government themselves are saying are, are, are saying complete falsehoods. Like right here I have uh, – there, there was an article that came out and basically Justin said over half of, of all businesses are, are just wealthy people. Do, uh, yeah. Just rich, wealthy people trying to pay less tax. Right. Over half huh. of small businesses. Then – the, they come out and the gov- same government says, oh, don't, don't worry. This isn't going to affect every small business because two-thirds of small businesses only make 73000 a year. So what is it? Right. Half of them are super wealthy or two-thirds only make 75000 Well, this is what happens. They're 73000 yeah. So they are just spewing well, They're trying statistics. to hit sound bites, right? They're just trying to hit sound bites yeah. and they're trying to – and they're playing, as you said, they're demonizing and – 
you know, unfortunately, how this is going to affect your business and my business is that they're demonizing physicians. And we're already seeing uh, – we're seeing some doctors saying that they're going to retire. They're saying uh, that they're going to quit their ER jobs. Imagine if an entire ER department in Thunder Bay left. Yeah. It could happen. You know, we – it really could happen and and I think it's – I, I hope it doesn't. I, sure. We, well, of course we don't you hope know. it doesn't. But I hope I hope that – there's some sober second thought, you know, like they seem to be rushing through this so quickly without proper consultation. Yeah, it came out July 18th and then by, you know, October 2nd, they're done. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, that's and, – And I think there – how many years of tax code are they changing? Here? I hear – I've heard it was 40 – I think since 45, something like 72. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1972 is the last time they had a massive uh, overhaul of the tax code. So this is the biggest tax change since that time right. and they're rushing it in like a couple months, less right. than that. Um, it, it's insane. It's insane. And uh, you know, I can talk to you from the doctor's perspective. You know, we haven't uh, – uh, we've gone through this before uh, it, in the early 90s where uh, they came back and they slashed fees mm-hmm. and the doctors just left. You know, doctors, yeah. doctors traditionally don't fight. You're seeing more. I'm seeing more fight out of doctors than ever before. I'm seeing every day. But there's some local groups that are really trying to set the alarm bells off. But the majority of the doctors don't want to be political. They don't want to get out there. They don't want to have their names out. But they're looking yeah. and they're leaving. And, you know, not only are they leaving the province and not only are the, uh, the new doctors deciding not to open new practices, but they're leaving and staying put. In as much that they're take they're they're no longer working in medicine, they're no longer working in Medicare. What they're doing is they're picking up new and uh, new ways to make revenue. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't realize, and I've ranted on this show and other shows, you like yours, uh, where doctors didn't get a raise for uh, doctors haven't a raise since 2011, mm-hmm. and then they took a five percent pay cut two years ago, right across the board. Cardiology twenty percent, ultrasounds twenty percent. You can't run a business when your revenue is five yeah, percent less. Costs and, yeah. yeah, everything's gone up. So what happens is I have a, a, a friend who uh, is a rep for a, a injectables, uh, the Botox sort of thing. Okay. And they are signing up two new doctors a week. I know my doctor does that on the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a part of their practice. Yep. Yeah. They're, they have to because it's, it's much more lucrative yeah. Yeah. and there's much more and it's uh, it, essentially it's private health care. It's services that aren't covered by – so they're moving exactly. towards that in order to pay the bills and it's something the government can't control. Yeah. I think we're going to go for a break. When yeah. we get back, we'll continue our rant maybe. Ron, do you have something to say? <laughs> really interesting stuff and definitely two forces colliding and uh, yeah, we'll have more. Uh, we got to take a quick commercial break. Uh, more coming up on the Med. Point Health Half Hour right after this. And we are back. MedPoint Health Half Hour, 10 a.m. Saturday mornings. Ron Young here, joined alongside by Alex Hannum, president of MedPoint Healthcare Center, and Christian Bullis, senior home care by Angels. If you want to check out some of the uh, services that Christian has to offer, seniorhomecarelondon.com is where you can find that. And uh, he'd be happy to uh, chat with you over the phone yeah, if you absolutely. reach out to him. Give us a call. Uh, when we left for the break, obviously we were talking a lot about uh, just the state of healthcare, the state of the silver tsunami coming through in big waves. And uh, Alex, you had a lot of great points. Christian, you're dealing with a lot of uh, seniors right now, and uh, what we come, what it comes down to, really is how do we continue to combat this, and how do we make change? 
It, I, I guess you know, my my concern is, Christian. Are, are you concerned? Are you when, when you're looking at your clientele and your seniors? Uh, are you concerned about how they're going to handle uh, a doctor shortage? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I did a series uh, on my Savvy Senior Show a, a few months ago, back in the winter, I guess, called the healthcare crisis, the coming healthcare crisis, because I'm uh, I was concerned then. And and I guess one of the things I do want to mention whenever we talk about the silver tsunami and that is I want to really clarify that it's not seniors' fault. Oh, yeah. and, you know, it's not yeah. their fault that they're living not. longer right. and that they're a large cohort. This is great and that's good news and they've worked hard. They've built this country. They've contributed to this country and now is the time when we should be there for them. Yep. Yeah. And my concern is that we may not be. Right. No, that's thank you the for concern. But, it, but yeah. it's an important yeah. clarification because I know some seniors out there and they get a little ruffled. They get, you know, when they hear that, oh, we're the burden on the healthcare system. Right. No, no, you're not the burden on the healthcare system. You help build the healthcare system and you it should be there yeah. for you when you yep. need it now. No, I love and that. That is what really Very bothers passionate. me. And, and I'm concerned about things that I'm, you know, I, I was concerned before. Uh, you know, back in the winter, let's just looking at, you know, you talked about your going into the ER and, you know, issues that I've seen with, uh, you know, with our clients in there. And it's like, wow, what's it going to be like in 15 years if things get when we have more people in the system? You know, how's that going to, you know, right now it's almost like you say, are we currently in a healthcare crisis? Yeah. What's it going to be like when, you know, we talked early, the, the oldest baby boomers just turning 71. Well, yeah. you know, so that worries me. Well, you know, the statistic that came out about a year ago was that in Ontario, uh, only 56 per, sorry, 56 percent of Ontarians who have a family doctor cannot get in to see that family doctor within 48 hours. Now you look at what's happening with this, these cuts and the changing of the, uh, the, Corporate plan, Cor- yeah. uh, the corporation. Well, that's only going to make it worse. It's going to make it so worse. So on top we're, of what I was nervous, you know, six months ago, th- saying we're in a healthcare crisis, right. and then they come in and they really are throwing gas mm. on the fire and saying, let's get rid of more doctors. Right. <laughs> you know, that, uh, that, that could be the result. Th- it will be yeah. the result. There's that's no what I'm qu- hearing. I'm I don't know it. that, but that's what I'm yeah. definitely. Everybody I talk to who's in the know, and you would be in the know for, yeah. further than I would. Well, I know that a lot of our doctors have already started moving to doing more uh, private services, such as. Uh, yeah. Botox and fillers and and things like that, and uh, I know that those markets are are expanding like crazy. And as I said, I have a friend who's a rep, and she's having the time of her life because she's selling the stuff like crazy. Because mm-hmm. every doctor is calling her up saying, "Hey, how do I make some extra money?" Doctors don't want to leave; they don't. They just want to practice, but they've got massive amounts of debt. The new ones have massive amounts of debt, mm-hmm. and they they're just getting overburdened. So. The ones who are going to need those more medical uh, appointments, and, and the, the especially, you know, again, not to not to criticize down to seniors, but you you did mention the majority of the healthcare dollars that they use up are in the last ten years of their life. And I looked at we were in the ER this week and with a senior, and I looked at how many tests he that he had to have, and there was a substantial. Uh, you know, I, I know the figures behind them, and I'm yeah. sitting there going, "Wow, this is an expensive visit." And there's uh, a whole room full of these coming next, yeah. and it's it's scary. And if there's not the doctors there to help them, those ten uh, hour ER wait times that we hear the fifteen hours, those are going to go into days. Yeah. They're going to be you know 
it's going to almost look like a third world country. And we have had people uh, complaining that there was a lady uh, last month made the news where she sat in a, a hallway with internal bleeding for five days. Mm. You know, it's happening. And I don't think people are realizing uh, how serious this is. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to when it comes to remuneration with doctors, this is an important point that I think people miss is that the doctors in Ontario were given the option to and the opportunity to start corporations in lieu of increases in fees. Mm-hmm. The Ontario government said, look, we're broke, but we're going to let you incorporate. And I think you mentioned on, on another show, this was the last, they were the last province in order to allow them to yeah. do this. So it wasn't like uh, this is a, uh, a, you know, a gift that came out of heaven. Mm-hmm. This was in exchange for higher fees. They're already getting paid too low. And I know a lot of people will sit there and say, oh, doctors get paid too low. What are you talking about? They really do. For, for, sorry, go ahead. Mark. Yeah, no. So, like, my question is, like, where do we go from here? Because, you know, at MedPoint, we're dealing with people who want to prevent this, or, like, urgently and, and care about their health. You, Christian, you're dealing with seniors who are, you know, in the in their last years of living, or maybe they have many years left to live. Hopefully, um, and then you have a whole bunch of people in the middle who are completely oblivious to it and have no idea what's going on, what's associated with a doctor visit, fees, stuff like that. And you know, I can't help but think of and and being a millennial myself, it's like you have this silver tsunami, and then you have all of us millennials here, like kind of like. Why should we? You know what they care? should do. Every time you leave the doctor's office, yeah, you should get a bill. Yeah, you should. You may not pay the bill, <laughs> yeah. but you should get a bill. Yeah, you should see how much every trip costs you. I think yeah. that would change things I think because yeah. we have no idea how much our health care costs. Right. You know, it's free, yeah. you know, quote unquote. I'm doing air quotes here. We have like the best you know, health care. You think we have but... free health care. Nothing's free, of course. No. We all know that in this room. But, you know, I think that would help things a lot if I, you did something like that and people would realize. Yeah. But again, you know, the thing is, you know, it's preventative health care. What you yeah. guys are doing at MedPoint is really – that is the future. That's mm-hmm. where as a whole system we should yeah. be going more because – you know, if you just lead an active, healthy lifestyle, yeah. you're going to eliminate how much uh, health care you're going to need later in life. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we see that. We you know? we, we, we know all that and we know yeah. that prevention works and, and hopefully people will, whether they come to us or whether they go to their family doctor or go to their local gym, exercise better, eat better, they'll have better mm-hmm. results down the road. One thing that's interesting you mentioned about the bill is uh, there is a, a term called OMA rates which means that if a doctor is seeing a, a non-Canadian or non-insured person, they can bill OMA rates. And, and what OMA rates are essentially is the rate that doctors should have been being paid had they continued with the rate of inflation throughout all the years. Okay. So not what they do get paid through OHIP, right. what they should be getting paid. I can tell you it's twice. Wow. It's double what they actually get paid. So if someone comes in and they need to to have a service but they don't have their a valid OHIP card and they can pay privately, they'll pay for a $33 for an appointment that a doctor gets paid $33, they'll pay about $70 for that appointment. Well, and not only that, but when new doctors come out of school, they're already hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. So they're having to crawl out of a hole. And this is what I'm saying is that uh, we're not going to see the it's not like we're going to come to October 2nd and mm-hmm. then there's not going to be any doctors. But October 2nd, 2018, yeah. uh, to October 2nd, 2019, 
you're going to have the massive amount of doctor shortages. I started MedPoint because I could see where the demographics was yeah. changing. Never in a million years did I think that the government would then start attacking doctors when we need them the most. That's just – if yeah. nothing else, it's just bad business. Well, and like, and and just to leave off because I know we got to wrap up soon. But if somebody's listening right now and they feel compelled to do something, or they feel like this is really hitting home to them, either they have a, a parent who who's looking at senior care, or they want prevention, or perhaps they're just interested about the uh, landscape of the healthcare in in Ontario. What what should they do to uh, become uh, more educated on this? Uh, well, I think the first thing they have to do is people need to make sure, like almost like in the rations, they need to start being proactive. They need to make sure, like I'm going to be biased, you know, that they they have a health and wellness program in place for themselves. Mm-hmm. If they're an employer, they should be looking at how am I going to make my company employees healthier? And we have programs for that. I'm going to, that's definitely uh, self-promotion. In Christian's, <laughs> uh, in Christian's case though. They should just get home care. Yeah. yeah <laughs> No, I think they should be researching it. If mom and dad are starting to have some symptoms of or some uh, early needs, they need to to lock someone in now because Mm -hmm. your business – is you're going to have a staff shortage as well because one there's going to be so much. One day, absolutely, and you know that's you know being in anything in healthcare, being proactive is definitely the best, yeah. the, the best way to go. Even if they get someone in just once a week, just yeah. to uh, no, exactly. make sure that the pills are being taken mm-hmm. or that, that the bills are uh, yeah. The, the thing about yeah, home care can be a nice, you know, very smooth, easy transition. Yeah, start slow and you can build, and you know. So yeah, definitely. I know when I went through it with my mother, it was a very sudden uh, change, and we had to do a lot of things very, very quickly. Yeah, and uh, but you know, there's some, there's uh, something to be said about starting the process very, very early and getting them used. Yeah, to Yeah, usually people call in. us in crisis. Yeah, yeah. don't call in crisis, happens. and that's that's healthcare, yeah. right? That's it where we're doing. Right you have now. the luxury. Yeah, if you have yeah. that luxury, do the research ahead of time. and yeah. you can make some good decisions. People don't exercise until they have a heart attack, or they, you know, yeah. it's, and then by that time, hopefully, it's not too late. But that's uh, the the reality of it sometimes. So, hey, if you're interested in what you heard today, check out medpoint.ca. Christian, thank you for being on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. If they want to check out some of your services, it's seniorhomecarelondon.ca. Dot com. Dot actually. com, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. And, He's got uh, the money for a big website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you both for, for being on the show today, and we'll join you next week for another MedPoint Health Half Hour. That's all we got. Cheers.